Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. We have Jamie Erdahl of the Emmy award-winning NFL Network Good Morning Football Show, which airs Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. I know that you're familiar with the Jimmy Fund. Uh, when did you first hear about it during your time in Boston? When I... Hi, you guys. <laughs> um, Hello. Hey. I, hey. Um, I... Uh, started working at Nesson in the summer of 2014. So it was right after, um, like, I arrived in October. So it had just happened in August. And so really, like, my whole first eight months was learning about what an impactful event this was. I was able to participate in it twice. And um, I, think it's, I think it's incredible, and I think it's special. And I don't know if this made it. I'm literally on 90 coming in. I'm going to be on from 5 to 6 with Gary Streitsky. So I'm saying hi. I guess this is like my teaser to what I get to yeah. be on at 5 o'clock. Okay, so Jamie Erdahl <laughs> from NFL Network, she, of course, formerly of, Essen, of Nesson. She's going to be on Nesson in just a couple hours. So how about that? We'll get to see yes. you here in person. Yeah, and so yes, tell, us exactly. about, like, tell us about your, your, new, your new job, right? New experience, living in New York City. Got that whole lifestyle that exists out there, and of course the new job, new host with uh, was it Jason McCourty, right? Jason, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason so what's McCourty. that like so far? Yeah, exactly. It's so different. So um, my last eight years since leaving Nesson, I was spent at CBS. I was on the NFL for four years, and then I was on SEC college football. And so I was living out of a suitcase um, in those eight years. I got married. I had two kids. It became increasingly more difficult to live in and out of the suitcase in the airport. So um, it was always kind of a goal for me to get back to the NFL. This job came about. It required a move for my husband and I to move from where we're both from in Minnesota um, to the East Coast. But it meant that I get to go in every morning into New York City, knock out three hours of NFL talk with three of very talented TV people and the newly retired Jason McCourty being one of those. And and then I go home, and I don't have, and I don't travel, and I get to talk about the NFL, and it's unbelievable. I, I can't believe I'm so lucky to have done sideline reporting for as long as I did, but to be able to make this transition to the NFL is so special. Um, and I just get to keep my finger on the pulse for everybody, which I find really, really fun. And to be able to work alongside guys like Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and then, of course, one of the McCordys is really great. Is it hard to break in? I mean, that show has been established, and it seems like they have a pretty successful yeah. model every morning. You know, I know a lot of people doubted it when the show first started. Like, how can you do a morning show just about football? Is it, is it tough to be the new girl breaking into the mix? I am so appreciative that I was able to start with Jason McCourty. I think it would have been a lot more challenging um, had I been, like you said, my own, you know, on my own that mm -hmm. first day, new girl at school, first day of training camp. Like, it all kind of happened at the same time. But Jason and I will have so many moments where we'll look at each other when Kyle's doing some weird angry run thing or Peter's going off about some obscure coordinator that he thinks is going to be a head coach in five years. <laughs> and Jason and I are looking at each other like, what is this show? What did we get into? But honestly, we just had a meeting today about this grid that we operate off of during the regular season. And you look at it and you're like, man, 
three hours is not enough time to talk about the NFL every day, which is so weird. But once the regular season starts, you guys know it's football Thursday through Monday, and like you only have a couple days in there to review the weekend, reset the week, go on to the next week. And it, it, it seems like we're a little bit, we're in the dog days of preseason right now or training camp. Um, but it's just going to be like full, like full steam ahead. It's going to be fantastic. It, it's been a, a, a better transition than I ever could have hoped for. We're talking to Jamie Erdahl of NFL Network, host of Good Morning Football, which airs at 7 a.m. Monday through Friday, Emmy Award-winning program. So, Jamie, I have to imagine this might be one of the first times in your career that as much as you prepare to talk about football, you might have to be up-to-date on everything pop culture, like everything music, TV, movies, because I've seen the show. You guys throw around references left and right. What has it been like to be on a set where so many different things are integrated, so many different interests are integrated into football? It's been – it has been an adjustment. It's been interesting. I think think what I realized over time was that – you know, the older I got in, in my career, uh, it, the more I felt like I was so focused on the football and the games that I was covering. And that's, that's what a live television production is supposed to be. When you're producing a game, you, you focus on the game. But on a show like this, you're allowed to kind of open yourself up to be a lot more truthful about stuff, good and bad. You know, maybe be, you know, expose or bring in parts of your personal life and tie it into the show or how it relates to football and it has taken me, I've been on the show now, gosh, I think it's a month tomorrow or something like that, where it's taken, I, I kind of watch Peter and Kyle do it, and I'm learning from them every day because I definitely think, you know, part of the sideline reporter is just like get in, get out, get the news, get the information out there. Um, but this show is much more, as you said, about weaving stuff in. And it's definitely a skill, but it's, I, I'm definitely, I'm not going to lie, like I'll pick up a People magazine and read it. Like I'm watching the shows that people are binging. Like it's not, it wasn't a stretch for me to have to incorporate some of that working knowledge because it's kind of how my personality operated anyway. So if anything, it's just a fun challenge to be allowed to have that freedom to have all the time in the world. Sometimes it feels like to tie in like what movie from the nineties you feel like represents like Najee Harris. Like that's such a (laughs) random thing, but it's like something we cover. (laughs) So what would you say the percent of your show is dedicated to the Patriots? I feel like the Patriots are, it's always oh. something going on with them. So on a daily basis, like uh, what percentage of show do you think is dedicated to the Patriots in some form? I mean, with three-hour show, I think that, I think there's five segments per hour. We're talking about them at least – we're incorporating them in the dialogue at least one segment per hour, I guess, is probably like the best. And I felt terrible the other day. I can't remember what – it was we were doing a preseason highlight of, of two teams that had nothing to do with the, the following topic. We get done with the highlight, and then there was some, like, connection where all of a sudden we were like, anyways, to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And I'm like, how did we get there? Like, where, what, this, like, these poor teams that we just talked about, and then we just took a total left turn, but we had to talk about these two guys. And I forget the connection that we were trying to ask this question. I think it was who bears more responsibility this season, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady, and we had this whole dialogue about it. But I just was like, this, we just focused on this highlight. We're not even talking about those teams. We got to go to these guys. Like that's who drives the show. Sometimes you got to respect it. Ja- Jamie, your previous career stop on the sideline in the SEC involved what I think could be a very uh, anxiety-inducing job of interviewing uh, head coaches like Nick Saban and the and the rest of the crew. What's your best and/or worst uh, coach interview story from one of those games? 
<laughs> you guys talk to the Belichick, don't you? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, Saban is somebody who, Coach Saban is somebody who I think demands, uh, it, he just demands you to come to work every day. His players, the people who broadcast the games, like, he can snuff it out if you don't know what's going on or if you don't know what you're talking about. So he just demands excellence, essentially, like in anybody with anybody in his life. And I think that I learned a lot from him just being in production, production meetings with him. Um, but one comes to mind, and it was last year at the Iron Bowl, which is Auburn, Alabama, on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And Alabama was down 10 nothing, which was not how that was supposed to go at halftime. And Alabama was doing nothing right. It was, it was non-operational football at this point for Alabama. And I'm standing there, it's like 30 seconds left in the half, and I'm just like, what in God's name am I going to ask Nick Saban right now that is going to have anything to do with how his team is supposed to be playing? And I just kept thinking, okay, I could go offensive line. I could go run game. Well, I could go secondary. Couldn't put my finger on it. He walks over, puts the headset on, and I go, Coach, what's the problem? And he just went off. Like, I'm like, it doesn't, I can't even, I can't even help you. I can't even lead you in a direction. Just tell me what the problem is. Oh, and he just, he just lit up. And it wasn't even at me, but it just felt like such a perfect moment. Everybody wanted to know, what is going on with you guys? And I didn't want to phrase it like that. It was just simply, coach, what's the problem? The story then becomes, it was like a three overtime game and they come, Alabama comes all the way back and beats Auburn. And it was like he and he was giggling after the game, and it was just the, to go from coach, what's the problem, to Nick Saban giggling in a post game interview was like such a such a emotional roller coaster for us all. But it felt like it put that that relationship in perspective. <laughs> all right, well, thank you for joining us, Jamie. Jamie Erdahl of the NFL Network, and she is the host of Good Morning Football, seven a.m. Monday through Friday. You can also catch her, I guess, at 5 o'clock. Is that right on Nesson? Yeah. Yeah, five you got it. I'm on my way. 5 o'clock tonight. <laughs> yep, she's on her way, and she's going to be helping us out here at Fenway Park with the Jimmy Fun. Thank you, Jamie. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beauty Rest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.